1: it will be disappointed, I think. Uh, we didn't start the game well, so it was disappointing to lose a goal just before half-time. But as always, this group of players showed good character. I thought we were really good second half. With a little bit of luck, we could have we come away with everything. We asked the players to step up, show a little bit of character, get something out of the game, and that's what they did. So credit the players. Two points for two games. Let's see what happens later in the group. Later in the
2: Goal Radio Football Show
1: with OPC Energy Limited. Hosted by Paul
2: Cooney, Barry Ferguson, and Mark Weedy. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808 1717
3: 17 700. Let's go! go.
4: Good evening. As Stevie Clark says, the World Cup dream Qatar 2022 is still alive. Two points after the first two games. Denmark on the top on six. No surprise there. Austria on four points. We face the Faroe Islands on Wednesday night. So surely Barry Ferguson will be on five points by then. What do you think about the start so far?
3: Um, in, in terms of the game last night disappointing first half yep. there's no doubt about it but on the positive side the manager made a change at half time bringing Jack Henry off and putting uh, Christie on and I thought, it, I thought it kicked us on um, we played 20 yards further up the pitch we, we looked a, a lot more attacking threat um, and in the end we could have we could have nicked it I thought they were there for the taking look midfield to front they're a decent team they've got decent players but defensively they're, they're suspect and um, but listen, that's the way that Steve clark has been playing A 3 5 And fair play to him at half time He went and changed the formation at A 4-2-3-1 And it certainly kicked us on in, in the second half um, So I'm, I'm kind of looking at it in a positive way I fully expect us to, uh, to go and beat Farrells on <laughs> Wednesday And obviously Denmark and Austria play each other Now, if that a draw would be an ideal result Because that means we would go joint second with Austria um, and only two points behind Denmark um, so it's not a bad start if you look at it that way so overall I thought the two games were there for the winning but we'll take the two points and we'll move on and hopefully get the, the three points on Wednesday night
4: Mark, I like that, it's not doom and gloom you look at it that way, there could only be there could be just two points away from Denmark because at the moment it looked like a gulf between Denmark and us points wise
5: well, I, I would disagree with, with Barry I would look at it now, Paul, that you want a uh, Denmark to go and win every game and let us battle it out for second place so I don't think we're going to win the group if you're going to win the group Paul you need to beat the bottom three seeds home and away uh, Israel Moldova and the Pharaohs have already yep. dropped two points so I would prefer to see Denmark beat Austria on Wednesday and let us fight it out with the Austrians I think you need to get to 20 points So we're looking at trying to pick up 18 points um, from the next uh, eight games. It's a tall order. I think we have left ourselves um, a mountain to climb. It's not impossible, but it's a real tough ask.
4: Barry, we played Denmark on the 1st of September away, then we're at home to Moldova, and then Austria on the 7th. So that's the next cluster of games after the Euros. And then it could all be down to we play Israel again. Of course we do. That will be on October the 9th, Fairy Islands on the 12th, then November the 12th, Moldova, and we finish up at home to Denmark. What about Mark's point there that, uh, look, we're not going to win it, so
3: let's Well, hope- uh, look, I think we've got players to go and win it. Yeah. But it's plain and simple, I look at the squad that we've got, I look at the players we've got. Why should we not try and go and win it? Look, I know Denmark are a good team, so are Austria. Israel have got good players, but I'm in the mindset of the, the kind of players that we have. The level that our players play at, I think we're good enough to go and win. I know it's been a difficult two games, we've only um, got two points for six. But look, I think with the players that we've got, we can go and try and win it still. And I think a draw against Denmark and Austria I'll put his level with Austria and two points behind Denmark so it's all all for us to play for good it's all about opinions slightly different opinions from Barry
4: and Mark that's what we want what do you think 0808 08, 17, 17 Johnny is on the line from Livingston Johnny good evening
2: hi there good evening
4: hi Johnny thanks for calling in what do you feel about last night and about how we're doing in the group
2: um, overall, I think it's a, it's a really positive start, and compared to the Scotland that we're used to, it's, it's, a, it's a big transformation for sure. But something sticks to me in terms of the performance. I still think that we seem to start from a very defensive mindset, and it puts us on the back foot from the start. And, you know, like Barry was saying a minute ago, as soon as the formation's changed, we can see the difference in the performance in the second half. And, you know, do the guys in the panel think that ultimately, with the type of players that we have, the McTonymies, the McGregor's etc that we should perhaps
3: adopt a more offensive mindset going forward Yep, I think you'll look at the second half performance in terms of that's probably the first time he's changed it, he preferred the back three the formation three-five-two. look, it's worked well in the past but I thought in the second half when we went to a four at the back, McTominay, McGregor holding in midfield, letting McGinn Christie um, get forward um, I, I liked it I, I was really I was really impressed with, it, with the second half and I think going forward I think the manager may look to adopt the, the sort of tactics because it was clear to me that 3-5-2 wasn't working and that's one of the things about Steven, uh, Stevie Clark he could barely get enough yeah. and say look I'm not going to change it he went and changed it he went and changed to a different system and I like that when managers go and do that plan A doesn't work you go on to plan B and I thought plan B worked really well in the second half
4: Mark did you think that plan B Should have been plan
5: A no, Are <laughs> you following this it, this, I, this is a bit like Line of Duty no, you, can, you, can, you can That's been getting panned I've not watched it yet well, I, it, I haven't seen it yet no, yeah. I I the episodes, like but, uh, I'm going to save For them the up the benefit of right. the tape But it's been getting panned <laughs> um, But Anyway uh, <laughs> Wait, wait, was it Martin Compton? Is he playing? Isn't he? yes, uh, well, he's on here? Of course, but yeah, Tastings. Right. Um, I like. I, I, I like. I t- <laughs> <laughs> um, Johnny, what what are, are following this.
4: Why didn't we start that way? I guess I, that's what I'm saying. Not, I, yeah. get,
5: I think for me, as a couple of things came out, came out of um, last night, and and yep. and going back to Thursday as well, and moving forward, how key it's going to be to have Ryan Jack fit, right? Yep. So I think if you've got Ryan Jack fit, that allows Scott McTominay to go back whether well, it's to play as part of a back three or to play as a right centre half and a fourth. Now, I know he's good and he's got all that presence in the centre midfield, I get that. But um, he's the best right-sided central defender that we have, Scott McTominay. Mm-hmm. So I think if Ryan Jack's fit, you can play about with Ryan Jack and, and and John McGinn and Callum McGregor and Stuart Armstrong, whatever way you want to play it. But the fact that Ryan Jack's not been available, I think meant that Steve Clark wanted to, I needed to push Scott McTominay up one. And it also gave an opportunity to look at to look at uh, Jack Henry and, and and different things, and yeah, Jack Henry, no doubt. I think he, he has a future as a Scotland player, but for the here and now, for what we want to achieve, I don't think he's ready to go and do it. So I would have Scott McTominay um, back in a in a either back in the two or, or back in the three.
3: Barry, what do you think? Yeah, I I, I can see that happening. Look, there's no doubt Scott McTominay for me is a top player. You, you don't play at Man United if you're not a top player. Listen, he can play there. I I I prefer him. If I'm being honest in the central midfield area. But if Ryan Jack's going to come back, um, both of them may play Mm -hmm. together. And that might leave... McGinn up one. Yeah, I I think, Mark, I think you've got to play John McGinn further forward. I mentioned on Friday night, I think you've got to let him off the leash. Look, I know it wasn't his best game last night, but for me, he's... um, He's more productive in a forward area. He gets in people's faces, he gets beyond the strikers, and he's always liable to to score a goal. So he's got decisions to make. The midfield area is one of well, it is the strongest area of of the team and of the squad. Um so look, I, I just like the way we went about our business the second half. I, I just look f- thought we felt comfy we we're back four. I thought we looked comfy, we we're back four Kieran Tierney and Grant Hanley. I thought Kean Tierney again, like I mentioned that Again, just stroll through it mm. Top player Scotland's and top player last Yeah, listen, I know he's a left back But you can play left centre-half, mm. no problem A good player Or a top player can play anywhere And again, he was He was a top performer for me How much is he worth now? Would you think? Oh,
4: um, you know, Arsenal, he went for 25 million Well, if I'm what
3: Arsenal, I'm uh, I would hazard the guess, what Three years left in his contract If I'm Arsenal, I'm getting the man And tying him down Because mm. if I'm a Man City or something I'm looking at a player like Kieran Tierney That's how good I think he is Johnny, what do you feel about Kieran Tierney?
2: Kieran Tierney, yeah, definitely. I think he's um, he's got certainly provides a lot of attacking player, um, and that plays in nicely with what the guys are talking about in terms of trying to push forward and yeah. become more offensive. I also think as well, with the addition of Ryan Jack coming in, provides a little bit more control, a little bit more crea- creativity in the middle of the park, and that can potentially help to get the best out of guys like McGinn, for example. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, McGinn is He's definitely on form it oh, wasn't as good last mm-hmm. night But the confidence We had him on the show Two weeks ago, yeah. Mark And that goal the other night Was just it was phenomenal
5: Yeah, um, sensational finish for, it? For, for the overhead kit And one thing There must have been a wee, bit, a wee bit critical Of the scores I don't believe they're hitting The levels or getting the points That we should be looking at For realistic contenders To qualify But that said One thing There's, there's a fighting spirit there yeah. Because we've managed to come back Three times um, You know, twice against Austria And, and, and last night too <coughs> We've got to go and win on Wednesday night, it's just find that balance, and there's also as well there's there's, there's ten weeks to go before so so form can change, yeah. somebody can emerge that we've that we've not thought of. But there's there's positives to come out of it. Jay Adams yeah. uh, getting on, I think you know gives us that extra bit of quality that, that we need up front. Would you, you know, start him on up. Wednesday? Yeah, I'd love yeah. to see him start and, and get his goal. That said, you know, Lyndon mm-hmm. Dykes come on and mm-hmm. held the ball up well mm-hmm. too. Uh, I of think I don't know if it's possible. I Don't know what Barry would think. I what not you mind particularly a game such as the Faroes seeing the two of them play together try it and see
3: how it works yeah, I, 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 I mentioned that on Friday yep, right. I, I think that would be a real good partnership look I thought Ryan Fraser done really well mm-hmm. I know he's had his struggles at Newcastle um, but one thing you, you can't deny about Fraser is when he's come into the Scotland team he, he's done really well and he got his goal last night listen he brings pace mm-hmm. energy to the team but Jay Adams for his first cap last night I thought he'd done really well and I think him and Dykes would be a real good partnership mm-hmm. Johnny, are you buying that, the
4: partnership? Uh,
2: yeah, definitely. I mean, would, would that require a wee changing system going from a four-two-three-one one if we're looking to get more, you know, sort of two strikers up top? Um, how, how would you see that kind of uh, potentially fitting into a tactical plan?
3: Well, I've watched Southampton a, a couple of times this season and him and Danny Ings have, have played up top and one drops in, one stays up top. So I think he could play maybe that that role behind Linden Dykes yeah. um, or if the manager decides to stick to his normal formation 3-5-2 mm-hmm. but I'm just going on, on the second half display last night the tactical change that he made I thought we looked yeah. a lot more positive and a lot more comfier in that, that mm-hmm. formation I've been honest with you Here's the manager speaking about Che Adams Yeah he did well
1: he did well thought he was good obviously a different different type of football different level of football uh, always difficult to make your first start I would imagine Uh but now he did well, and he did really well on the goal. He just spoke to him there, he's a little bit disappointed. He, he didn't get one himself. And the match itself? a will be disappointed, I think. Uh, we didn't start the game well. Then we had a better control, made a slight slight tweak in game. Had a better control approaching half-time, where I could have made the changes that I made. Uh, so it was disappointing to lose the goal just before half-time, but as always, this group of players showed good character. I thought we were really good second half. A little bit of luck. We could we could have moved everything, but another point on the on the road that we want to go.
4: A bit of luck, Mark. We could have had more or tactics. What do you think?
5: Yeah, we we could have won the game uh, last night, Paul. I think it was definitely there uh, for the team. As was the Austria game. We we could have won it, but you know the 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 problem is we haven't. We've dropped four points from. Well, like I say, if if we're going to be realistic contenders, we're not going to be the nearly men again of this campaign then these are the kind of games that you really have to be have to be winning but we're not we're not out of it and and winning against the feros on Wednesday night will, will set us up nicely A, for moving forward into euros and b for the second half of the campaign which starts in September but um an evidence of the opening two games two points i think we've left ourselves quite an uphill task
4: Johnny can we ask you something else Um, your own club Rangers uh, obviously it's quieter this week we'll talk about Celtic in a minute too who's going to be in charge Thierry Henry has spoken about it today he's been asked about it and he's opened the door perhaps for talks about the job but uh, we're not sure if he will be coming to Glasgow and Defoe in the paper this morning saying he'd love to play again next season to I suppose play in front of the fans what do you reckon about Defoe for next season?
2: Um, well, I think Defoe, I think he's, he's a, he's a model professional, isn't he? Mm-hmm. He's kept himself in fantastic condition throughout the years. He still shows a hunger for the game. So I think he's a fantastic player to have in the squad, especially if there's a couple of injuries and he can step in and he's obviously capable to, to start your game. Um, I guess the, the big question is, can he last the, the 90 minutes playing at the highest level with the age he's at just now? But um, yeah, I think it would be great to see him there next
4: season for sure. Barry, probably the answer no, not for the 90 minutes, but he's, has he still got something to give next year?
3: I think he's got a lot to offer, not just on the pitch, but off the pitch in terms of uh, the experience he's had in his professional career. Look, I, I know he'll be on a decent wage and I'm sure the manager would want to keep somebody like Jermaine Defoe, so it might come down to his demands is he willing to take a wage cut he's at an age where what is he 38, 39 yeah,
4: 39 in October so, yeah. uh, 38 and a half for me <laughs> I, I think it would be
3: a no brainer to keep a guy like him round about the, the place look he's not going to play full 90 minutes um, there's no doubt about it but having him on the sidelines to come on for 20 minutes he's still got that movement I mean I've seen it in a cut instances since he's this season um, I just think he's an excellent player and the way he looks after himself um, off the pitch as well it's great for the the other players round about to go and take things that out of what Jermaine Defoe does um, when he's not playing the game. So I think it's one that Rangers will look to try and get maybe tied up, but it will come down to his demands. Mark,
5: yeah, I think if you've if you've got the opportunity to keep Jermaine Defoe, you you do it. That said, it has to really fit in within the budget. Um, and, and I know he can help, Coach, but if, if you think that there's going to be, let's say, for example, bids for Morelos and there'll be a temptation to cash in on him, you don't want to be really ideally losing Morelos and Defoe. So yeah. if you can keep Defoe, fine. But I think at the moment he's, I don't know, Barry, probably in the top five earners yep. at the club. I think it would have to be a significantly reduced contract for him keep in. And if you're Jermaine Defoe, you think, Do you want? well, I like it. Uh, what's he wants play in front of the crowd at yeah. Irox again what's my alternative he ain't going to get a premiership club mm. down the road he might get something in, in, in the championship or, or, he, or maybe he goes to America or he mm. goes to India or whatever but certainly in terms of a size of football club and what he could do next season then Rangers will be the best offer that they will have
4: and Barry today they're talking about player of the year manager of the year most people were saying Steven Gerrard manager of the year Johnny your player of the year oh so many
2: choices uh, Alan McGregor he's is- value, his importance, the big saves, big occasions. I don't think there's anybody better than the team than him for yeah. that. So he deserves it on that alone. But I think Connor Golson as well is very much an unsung hero as well. I don't think yep. he's missed a minute of football. He this hasn't? Week. Nope. Um, he's been very consistent. Yet again, big tackles at the right time. Um, he's been near faultless. So, for me, it's between these two, but I'd probably edge it to McGregor.
4: And one of your all-time favourite players from Rangers? I've got a hint, I know who it is, do you want to say? Oh, he's
2: one of your colleagues, Mr Ferguson there. There he
4: is. Um, yeah. All-time favourite player, definitely. Is he? Yeah. He knows we'll his stuff, Johnny. <laughs> what, what did you like so much about him? Uh, Johnny, yeah, what's your favourite memory then of Barry in a Rangers strip?
2: Um, I've seen him him playing so many times. His flair, his creativity in the midfield, his calmness, control, determination. But the performance that stays in my mind was the 2002 Scottish Cup final Ah, um, against Celtic. um, And it was a nice performance, capped off with a stunning free tick that he scored as well.
4: Martin and Neil mentioned it last week as well. Johnny, thanks a lot for calling. Back with more in a moment.
2: The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live. Weeknights from five
4: last night in the World Cup qualifiers Denmark 8 Moldova 0 they're obviously top of the section full points after the two matches Austria 3 Faroe Islands 1 Mark Weedy there was a moment though Faroe Islands went 1-up
5: yeah I mean it shows Paul that it's going to be a tough game on Wednesday unless we have to win it and I'm sure we will win it but you look at that you you look at Luxembourg beating the, the Republic of Ireland and they say there's no easy games mm. I don't actually kind of buy into that but Um, we will need to be patient you know I I, I don't think this is going to be a 5-6-0 job far from it Well, hopefully, uh, anything. Just a win, but a a good performance and for the likes of Shea Adams maybe getting on the score sheet and and, and kicking himself on a clean sheet as well, would be important. Um, So a lot of things to to aim for, but the most important thing is just getting the three points.
4: Yep, 1-1 last night against Israel. Here's Stevie Clark speaking about the opposition.
1: Yeah, there were times in the first half where it was a little bit too easy for the Israelis to get out the opposite side of the game. Uh, It's something that we work well. Normally we work quite well, the press, but Credit to the Israelis. They were good. They got out. Cause there's a few problems with the the width that they had in midfield. But when we made the change to go to a more flat three, we, we occupied the pitch better. We we controlled the game better. And like I said, if we'd got to half time, I think maybe we could have won the game in the second half. But on the line for it is, we take the point and move on. Sean Ingar Thamlik is on the line. Hi, Sean.
6: Hi there, guys. I hope you enjoyed your weekend. Uh, I did, I like watching the boxing, but I've got to move on to a serious point.
7: Yeah,
4: but Scotland big win.
6: under,
7: yeah.
6: Un, under um, Steve Clark, there's far too many goals. Under um far too defensive again. As really that, that's four times we have played them, we can't beat them. So I'm actually the one of the fans have called for Steve Clark to be sacked and replaced by David Moyes.
4: And yet he's taken us to the Euros, our first tournament. You know the story, Sean. 23 yep. years.
6: that has been a long time because I was about 10 the last time we were there. But <laughs> mm. I still don't know, honestly. Far too many goals, too negative. And I honestly would like to bring in somebody, David Mons, caliber.
3: Right, Barry, what, what would you say to <laughs> Sean? No, I, I think yeah. Sean's been a wee bit hasty there, if I'm being honest with you. Look, he, he's had a, a certain way of playing 3 5 two. And one thing that I'll go back to what happened in the second half last night, he's been positive enough to go and make a change, a total different change in terms of formation. He's went to a four-two-three-one, where he's been playing a three-five-two, and I thought in the second half um, was really good. That I was impressed with with the way that we we were on the front foot, we were twenty yards further up the pitch. Um, but in terms of Steve Clark, I do believe he's the right man. To take us forward look he's, he's done something that no other manager was able to do the last uh, 23 years and he got us um, into the Euros um, so for me I think it's a bit hasty for people for uh, to be calling for his head if I'm being honest Mark what would you say to Sean who thinks it's time to change
5: I'd say Sean Geese Peace <laughs> I mean that's just ridiculous uh, Sean it's very unfair and a lot of uh, people would like to, to, to bring in uh, David Moyes probably Celtic being, being one of them but how, how do you finance that Sean you know the, the SFA are not awash with cash people in the SFA losing their jobs because of that the financial situation and um, you know the the Scotland manager's salary is probably 8, nine, ten times less than what your Premier League managers um, get down south so it's a non-starter I think that David Moyes would like to and will manage his country one day but you're probably talking Six, seven, eight years um, down the line. So I think rather than call for Stevie Clark's head, Sean, you should be getting behind them. Sean,
6: it's just far too many doors. Uh, we'll, we'll probably go out and, wait and Think I, I want it draw again. Honestly, we'll, honestly we'll need to find the money for somewhere. It's like even uh, the people on the Scottish FA. I would, I would make them call for some of them to move on. So I think we need a full instruction change because under Steve Clark, we are going nowhere. We might have qualified But that's
4: all we've done But it's such a huge thing We have qualified And we hadn't before I mean I think he is a slow starter Isn't he? And the team We know they started slow. He's got a certain way
3: of managing Managing, sorry He sets his team up With a difficulty beat Mm -hmm. There's no doubt about it And he's done that since he's come in And that's why It's been a slow burner At the start when he came in It was difficult to watch But I thought each game As we progressed We were getting better and better and as I say we managed to come up with some great results and get us to the Euros Now I'm looking back in the Austria game and the game last night against Israel And fair play to him at half time He's went in and he's just made a change in 10 minutes um, A formation change where he's been probably went He's went every single game actually with a with back three So he's went and made that for formation change And that was positive for me and I thought they were really positive on the pitch as well in the second half. Now, it's easy for people to say, oh, we should have started like that, yep. right? We've been playing well, we're 3-5-2. Mm. So that's the reason why he started again against Israel. But he's seen it wasn't working. They were dominant in the first half, but when he changed that, I thought we were the dominant team in the second half.
4: Sean's saying it could be 1-1 one, one on Wednesday.
3: Now, if that no, was the d- case... you d- would... know what? Mark made yeah. a good point earlier on. What this group of Scotland players need to do on Wednesday is don't let themselves... Get frustrated because I think Pharaohs are going to come and sit behind the ball and and try and try and sort of frustrate us, um, and that's where we need calm heads on the pitch. And I think we've got good enough players to handle that sort of thing. I don't think it's going to be five six 0 I don't. You just look at the result they had over in Austria, and I think over the last ten or so years, Pharaohs as a country have get better as well. Some of their players are are playing at decent levels, so it's not going to be. An easy game for me on Wednesday night. Um, but but what, what I do believe is we can't let ourselves get frustrated. If we don't get that goal in the first twenty minutes or thirty minutes, yep. we need real calmness.
5: I'm just thinking we were talking about the pharaohs. Oh, don't oh. start me. I, I know what you're thinking, thinking about. Pharaohs <laughs> away from home, we better two oh, 0 down. Yep. I was there, and then it was yourself and Paul Lambert got a mm. grip of things at half time, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, I'll be honest with you, see that game. They they deserved to be mm. two 0 up or even three or four 0 up. We were we were a disgrace, we were terrible. In the first half, mm. and there was a, a few ding dongs. We actually spoke about it a couple of we weeks did. ago when yep. Paul Lambert was on. There yep. was a few ding dongs in the, the dressing room. Paul Lambert led it. I followed behind with a number of players. Um, Betty just stood to the side, and the late great Tommy Burns was involved mm. as well. So, um, we went out, and we, we salvaged a, a two each draw. I, I, I um, remember the journey
5: across, yep. and it was a ferry, wasn't it? We took yep. a ferry. Yes, I mean, a lot yep. of times uh, it was a Sunday meal at the time, and a lot of uh, we had their but it was Moscow embarrassing today. It was embarrassing good right. enough yeah. What he
3: says after the game Listen We wake up tomorrow And we're going to get Absolute mm. Humiliated with the, with the written press mm. And the, the people on the the TV Or whatever We thoroughly deserved it Because mm. At that time The Faro players um, Weren't playing full time football No it was taxi
4: drivers And everything wasn't it, it Fishermen, was postmen sure.
3: yeah, And they totally deserved To come away with a point Because in the first half they were the better team, but thankfully that we, we salvaged a point and we get away with one there. Mm-hmm. Mark Wednesday night. Sean
4: Singh he thinks it'll be one one. That would be a problem if we drew. What do you think's going to happen?
5: <sighs> if, if well, if we draw one one on Wednesday night, then we can we can say bye bye to Qatar. Yeah. I, I think that would be um, over. The question would then be, do you want Steve Clark to, to lead us into the Euros on the, on the, on the back of this? And I would say, one hundred percent. Yes, he deserves to lead us into the Euros, regardless of what happens on on Wednesday night. How it looks after uh, the three games, he, uh, you know, for the first guy to get is here in 22, 23 years. We've tried seven or eight different managers. He must be given the, the the opportunity. That's why I'm saying to Sean, yeah, it's not been an ideal start. I accept that, but to call for his head is absolutely um, unfair let's get behind them let's get behind the team and hope that when we play against the Czech Republic in Croatia that we're going to have Scotland fans inside Hamden to get behind Steve Clarke and the players
3: well, well, One thing I will say it's easy for you see quite a lot with players coming saying they're enjoying it under the manager but I actually get the vibe for the players when I'm listening to them mm-hmm. and when I'm seeing the reaction that they do really enjoy turning up to the Scotland squad and playing under Mm. Stevie Clark, I get that feeling he's created a good atmosphere about the place. Listen, the last two results have not been ideal. I'll be honest with you. I thought, I I think we're good enough, we were good enough to get the six points, Mm. right? Disappointment, we've only got two. Just let's look forward and be positive and try and get three points, but it's going to be a stuffy game on Wednesday. I've no doubt about it. Mm. It's one of the ones where might need to wait to the second half to get that vital goal. So, there'll need to be a lot of patience and calmness, and that's when you need your leaders in the team your guys like mm-hmm. McTominay, McGregor, Tierney, Robertson to lead the way. And if they do that, we'll get the three points, no problem. You think we will get the three points yeah. then, but it'll be tough, Mark?
5: Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get there. You know, I think we'll probably win by a couple of goals, but, but yeah. patience will be. Uh, re- required um, for sure because it, it, it could be a real sticky game
4: Sean what about a couple of questions you want to ask you Ryan Fraser the way he took his yeah. goal last night that wasn't easy was it what did you think of it
6: no that, that, no, that was a good like goal we'll give people credit uh, when they, they deserve it the City boys Scott that's how I, I want uh, to stay part out because we'll actually go in, um, uh, international Premier League players we've we'll got Andy Robertson is playing for one of the biggest clubs in the world we've mm-hmm. got Tierney playing for Arsenal a big club. McTominay's at Man United. Yep. So there's players, Callum McGregor's Celtic. So the players are playing for big Champions League clubs. So that's how I feel. If you've got all these kind of players um, playing for these big clubs and you can get wins mm-hmm. with fail, um, no fair isle, uh, Israel. Mm-hmm. I think there should be a change because that'd be like Rangers playing getting beat four times after like the Queen of the South.
4: Well, we didn't not, lose
1: not, four times, not
5: no, no. quite. Bit. But tell me yeah. Sean, you're a Rangers supporter. This time last okay, year, did you yeah. want to see Stevie Gerrard lose his job?
6: Um, to be honest, mate, I think I, I think I spoke to you last year, um, last year alone. The, um, yep, in the other year. And yeah. um, <laughs> I did say to you, um, you doing book even, um, if Rangers don't win a trophy this season, um, Steve, um, Steve Gerrard should be sacked as manager because that's two years. As an Ultra manager, you must win trophies. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, um, they
5: got that uh, uh, pandemic and that probably saved his job and then plus we in the league this year so I still right. so, I, so my point is then just a wee bit a wee bit of patience um, Sean that's I think you're just being unfair on, on Steve Clark after two games um of yep. this campaign yep. you have got to show a bit of patience
3: I, I'm just um Think about this Scotland squad as well There's there's still a couple of key players or No a couple There's a few key players That still can get into that squad Obviously Ryan Jack's out injured mm-hmm. James Forrest A lot of people are forgetting Aye. about James Forrest he's, he's a massive player Do you think he would be
4: fit enough do you think, I hope he's fit enough Because yeah. for
3: me I, I'm in a way glad that he became Appreciated by mm. fans yep. um, I, I thought he was an easy target at times, for me, look how big a miss he has been for Celtic. Mm-hmm. But for me, for Scotland, he, he's been a, a superb player for Scotland. Scored some big goals and then you've got Lee Griffiths. Maybe he'll get a bit of game time. You've got Turnbull. You've got maybe Nathan Parts and mm-hmm. so. Billy and Gilmer. Billy Gilmer. <laughs> There's another one. There's yeah. six. Yep. Now, you've got six players that were just mentioned there. On top of that squad that we've got, mm-hmm. we've got a proper good squad there. So let's be positive and we've got a good manager in place as well I think Sean feels though what a lot of fans
4: are There's loads of people in the socials saying We need to go for it a bit more Now, mm. we haven't played the game We haven't played at the level you've played Barry But people see it we,
8: we It's That's an international,
3: Paul yeah. People don't get it It's a total no. different game You've got to be respectful of what you're coming up against People yeah. think Israel's an easy game no. Israel have got good players sure. Middle to front mm. Israel are a good team Defensively bit suspect yeah. Yep, I get maybe If we played the way we did in the second half But it's easy to say that We've had a formation that has served as well Mm -hmm. Got us to the Euros It never served as well in the first half And fair play to Steve Clark. Mm -hmm. In that 10 minutes at half time He's juggled it about He's went to a different way of playing And we've got a reaction And and listen we got a point But in the end Because I've got the three points Because we got ourselves into some great positions It was just that final ball that let us down at times
4: and Sean, he did change it at half-time and you hear Barry, your former captain, saying, yep. you can tell, the players want to play for him and he maybe is opening up a wee bit more. I hear what Barry says. International football is different. I get it, Sean. Everyone I think was frustrated in the first half. Same again against Austria. Would you change your mind now after listening to Barry and Mark and give them the benefit of the doubt?
6: Oh, see, Boris, I would want them to be brilliant eh, because I yes. want Scotland to go far. Sure. I, I, I'm worried, people. I like all the British teams to go far. Obviously, when we play England in June, yep. I'm British, but I, I
3: want Scotland to go out and thrash them if we could.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, well, there'll be 10,000 there, the boogie bus. I'm not sure if we'll be allowed there. but. Uh, Sean, listen, yeah.
3: I forgot to ask you, what did you yeah. think of the box then Saturday? Right.
6: Oh, it was good, man. Eh, fourth round, demon white, brilliant, yeah. man. Good. My favorite fighter is Anthony Zosha, but um, I think there's a good fighter uh, coming for Scotland that's got to come good. Who's that, that? Josh Taylor. I think he's got ah, to
4: come he's fighter good. He's okay. good. Did you enjoy it, Barry, the fight? Yep, yep I enjoyed it. Yep, Dillion I enjoyed all it.
3: the fights, to be fair. Um, it was um, Ricky like Hatton's boy as well. Yep. He, yeah, right. he only had four rights. But he's but good Spitting image of Ricky Harton. Yeah. So yes, went. isn't he? Yep. Yeah. Only uh, had four yeah. rounds. That was his first professional fight, but he was yeah he done well. On the rock. One. Sean, listen, thanks a lot for calling. It is all
4: He'll about debates. Thank yep, thanks very much. And he admitted he got it wrong last year, but he's on the right channel now. <laughs> Although he does he does some hopping. I heard him in talk sport the other week around about that he's, but, he's yeah. Yeah. He is. I know. but listen, one thing about Sean, he's
3: a good guy. He sent me in a bottle of wine. He did? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got more stations <laughs> than Rob McLean. <laughs> We're back, Paul Cooney. No Mark,
4: chance. Mark Guidi. Barry Ferguson next.
1: <laughs> the Go Radio Football Show.
2: Download the Go Radio app to listen live. Weeknights from five.
1: Yeah, there were times in the first half where we it was a little bit too easy for the Israelis to get out the opposite side of the game. Uh, it's something that we worked well. Normally we worked quite well, the press, but credit the Israelis, they were good. They got out. Cause there's a few problems with the, the width that they had in midfield. But when we made the change to go to a more flat three, we. We occupied the pitch better, we we controlled the game better. And like I said, if we got to half time I think maybe we could have won the game in the second half. But it's what it is, we take the point and move on. Half time you, you, you make the change that you think that can affect the game. I think the change did affect the game. And then what you say to the players is that you're losing one now. It's it's a place where we we've struggled the last twice, we've been here, we've lost. So we, we ask the players to step up. Show a little bit of character, get something out of the game, and that's what they did. So credit the players. Stevie Clark speaking after the 1-1 draw last night,
4: Scotland playing in Israel, and on Wednesday night, back to Hamden, Faroe Islands, when Denmark will be playing against Austria. What do you reckon, 08, 08, 17, 17, 700? Give us a call at the Go Radio Football Show. Barry Ferguson, the former Scotland Rangers captain, and Mark Guidi, Scotland's top broadcast journalist. I think that's what you've <laughs> said you <know?
5: laughs> uh, really? And we're on the socials at go Football Show. And right? Paul, the finest presenter Wait, on in, Scottish radio. In his price range.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Let's go on the lines then. We're going to Aberdeen. Mike's on. Hi, Mike. Good evening.
7: How oh, are you all so doing? Um, thanks for having me on. Ah, not at, um, at all, Mike. How,
4: yeah, thank you. How are you?
7: Yeah, I'm not bad. I'm not bad. Um, so what are you thinking? Basically, I think it's a bit yeah. harsh. I think it's a bit harsh people calling for Steve Clark's head already. Um, he took us to a tournament for the first time in 23 years. And it just shows you how far we've came as a nation in football when we're disappointed with the two games. Because it's games would have maybe lost a few seasons ago, I believe. And with the squad we've got just now, with the guys playing the Premier League, guys playing um, Old Firm, I think um, we should be really looking forward to the future. And I think there's a few players that we uh, I'll we'll be coming through, like you Billy Gilmore. I'm a massive fan of, I think he's mm. the best player Scotland's got. Um, and I really hope for big things for him. And I think he would have been key last night in that middle of midfield. He could have maybe um, unlocked a few doors for us, but I don't know. I don't know. It's just what I, I can only say what I see. And I just, I just think um, we've got a lot to look forward to.
4: Mark, what would you say?
5: Play? I'd love to see Billy Gilmore in a Scotland jersey. Uh, I would. You know, even just watch them. Uh, Mike um, playing for Chelsea against Sheffield United in the FA Cup a couple of weeks ago. Couple of crunching yeah. tackles. I mean, proper right and about it. And then he's up and he's looking to pick. As you say, he loves to pick that eye of the needle um, pass. And um, you know, more often than not, um, he succeeds. I know it might be a wee bit of a problem the lack of game time under uh, Thomas Tuchel. Um, and I know that obviously there's a, there's a bit of loyalty there from Steve Clark in the middle of the part is our strongest um, area. But um, I would not have a problem uh, with Billy Gilmore um, being in the in the squad um, for the for the Euros um, in the summer. In fact, I'd I'd, I'd love to see. It. I really would love to see because I think he's just got something He's got that X factor. I think
4: we'd all love to see him get more game time, wouldn't we, Barry?
3: Just yep. a wonderful footballer yep. Listen I, I, I've seen him A, a number of times um, Just a dream to watch uh, What will take the ball Under pressure All the time Whether there's two or three Players run about him um, And he's playing With top players Down at Chelsea And he doesn't let that Affect him For me He's, he's a, a definite Future Scotland player um, The only disappointing thing Is he's not getting Too much game time As Mark just mentioned At Chelsea But for me Just a wonderful talent I would love to see him involved. Would you put him in the squad, Barry, for the Euros? 100%, I'd put him right. in the squad. 100%. I, I just love watching him. He's just um, just a tremendous footballer. That, that's that's all I can really say about him. Um, just love watching him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I seen him in a, a cup game against Barnsley mm-hmm. about four or five weeks ago where the pitch was a bit muddy um, and you're thinking it's no that his real type of game. Didn't worry him one bit was willing to go and do the dirty side as well which I love wow. he's not just a good footballer he's willing to put the, oh, the work in mm-hmm. Yep, um, just great footballer would love to see him in, in, the, in the squad a bit disappointed that he wasn't involved um, when the squad got announced for, for these uh, three games but hopefully there's space for a Billy Gilmore uh, come the summer who would miss out I suppose that's the question there could be injuries
4: between now and then 10 weeks to go Barry what do you think?
3: I don't know But for me You've got to try And get your best players Get the best ones in Yeah, yeah. And listen hes I know he's not playing Week in week out mm-hmm. um, But he's involved In a fantastic squad Where it's If you watch Most of the teams Down there They take quite a lot mm-hmm. um, He wasn't willing He let Billy Gilmore Go out on loan either So that tells you How much um, The manager thinks of him So For me I would always try And make a space For somebody The quality of Billy Gilmore mm-hmm.
4: I think we all agree with you, Mike, about you know, giving Stevie Clark uh, credit and giving him a chance. Who impressed you last night? Can we mention Shea Adams, for example? What did you think of him, his first cap? Well, it's his second cap, but his first full start?
7: I thought he did really well. Yeah. I thought he did really well. He gave us a bit of injection of pace. He takes us up the park like, as opposed to Lyndon Dykes, which is, is another very good player, but he just gives you a different dimension, you if things aren't going well, which I like Well, we did it a couple of times last night, we'd take a ball and just run up the park and it gives everybody behind him a bit of a break and gets the team up the park. I, I really enjoyed watching him. And I think Ryan Christie, I enjoyed watching him. His work is just tireless. Yep, Absolutely tireless work when he came on in the second half. Um, did well with the goal, yeah, didn't he? we missed Ryan yep. Jack. Yeah,
4: yeah. we were saying that earlier, the caller Johnny was making that point. Ryan Jack, your former player at Aberdeen, is missed. Yep. Yep. Ryan Fraser took the goal really well. What about the goalkeeper? Uh, listen, he's done amazingly well for us David Marshall. But uh, there, when you saw the replay, Barry, what did you think could he have done better?
3: Yeah, with, with the the goalkeeper is standard that David Marshall is, he'll be disappointed, there's no doubt about it. Marsh would have watched that after I knew as soon as the goal went in the, the the ball went in sorry, the back of the net. Um, he knew he should have saved it. He'll be disappointed. Um Look, I, for the quality that he has, I, I expected it when I f- first seen it, when I was watching the game, I thought great strike for the boy. But once you, you see that he plays, David Marshall um, should be saving that, and he'll know that himself. Listen, he he'll have high standards, he'll expect, and be disappointed um, of himself. Um, but listen, the good thing about David Marshall is after that, he doesn't let it affect him. Mm. Um, he had to come out for a few balls and. And make another few saves, so that's the that's the type of level that David Marshall has. So, but overall, he would be he, he will be disappointed.
4: Ryan Fraser was saying afterwards that we must beat Faroe Islands. That's what he said in the interview. He spoke about his goals. When as I come well.
9: away, um, I love it. Uh, obviously, last trip, I, um unfortunately, I pulled my armstrings So just before the week before, um, but no, I love coming mm. away when I get the call up. Obviously, I'm on to my parents and. It's just one of them things when you come away, you can't, you can't get a smile off, off your face. And once, once you put the Scotland jersey on, um, you give it everything. So to, to score another goal um, is, is, is very pleasing for me. But obviously, I wanted to win tonight. Um, I would have gave away my goal just to, just to win. But um, yeah, like I say, going to the Fairfax game now, if I, play, if I play, I'll do my best. And um, yeah, we just want to go and win the game now. Mark?
5: Yeah, it was a great finish uh, and I think too the role that, that, that Che Adams uh, played in I thought he'd, he'd composure. he didn't panic he waited for the right moment before, before releasing the ball albeit it was half a yard behind Ryan Fraser but, but he drew the Israeli guys towards him and then released um, the pass great finish from, from, from Ryan Fraser and um, you know Ryan Fraser really improved as a footballer under Eddie Howe Eddie Howe I think you know between him and Roy Keane, who's going to be the next manager uh, of Celtic so if it is going to be Eddie Howe who's the next manager of Celtic that gives you an indication of how um, he improves players but then falls out with them does they play them and they don't sign a new contract <laughs> <laughs> but when, when Ryan Fraser said they'd love to be away that puts a smile on his face I think any player would love to be away from Newcastle now um, and, uh, and enjoy that but great finish from him
4: Mike can we actually as an Aberdeen fan what do you think about the new manager Stephen Glass and particularly Scott Brown because everyone's talking about it in Glasgow and the West that the Celtic captain will be going to the Dons what do you feel about it?
7: Um, it wasn't my first choice, Stephen Glass. Mm-hmm. But I'm more chuffed about... I'll get behind him because it's Aberdeens, my club. But I'm really chuffed with Scott Brown signing. It's a winner. And I think he'll bring something to the dressing room. Behind the scenes. More behind the scenes, I think. Especially for the young guys like Lewis Ferguson and Ross McCrory, I'm really impressed with them. I go and watch them together. Mm-hmm. So with Scott Brown, with his influence and experience, and all, I think they could maybe take them on, them on a good bit.
5: I think I'm that's
7: the
4: point. Yeah, yeah, that's the point that Barry was making, wasn't it? It could be good for for your nephew Lewis and for Ross McCrory and he's such a winner.
3: Yeah, listen, there's, there's yeah, no I doubt know. they they can learn a lot off Scott Brown just for a simple fact as uh, what he's done in the game in terms of he's he's carried Celtic on his shoulders for the last twelve, thirteen years. He's won so many trophies, so I'm sure the younger boys. Like um, Mike just mentioned there My young nephew Lewis Guys like Ross McCrory Other players um, I'll try and learn off them, And there's no doubt That's the kind of way That Scott Brown's wanting to go down He's wanting to do A bit of coaching The only problem That Scott Brown might have Is he's been playing At a certain level And he's been playing With top players Aberdeen have got good players But they're not At the level of Celtic The only problem He may get frustrated From time to time But that's an adjustment I'm sure that he would have thought of, and he might need to make when he makes that move in the summer.
4: Mark, you've had a few days to think about it, There's loads in the social still about it. I think Celtic fans can't quite believe because they hadn't been saying much about him for a while.
5: Yeah, but he's going. Yeah, well, he, he's going. I'm surprised that you know one or two wee snippets of information picked up. Paul that he, he just kind of felt that um, he didn't want to kind of start from scratch again at Celtic with a new management coming in. A new regime, you he'd been through it with with, uh, with Ronnie Dial and Brendan Rodgers. He reinvented himself under Brendan Rodgers. was absolutely outstanding for two, if not three years. I mean, the level of consistency that he pulled out over a period was phenomenal. Um, and so that's part of the reason for, for him um, wanting to go. He just feels that like a fresh start is the is the right time for him. That said, you know, I think if I'm, if I'm Celtic, I'd have... Not just not let him go. Don't
3: let him go. No, just don't yeah. let him do you go, think you know Mark, Do you think in terms of the levels that he's been used to playing at when he goes up to Aberdeen, do you think that's maybe a concern?
5: For him, what you're saying yeah. in terms of the the, the fish I the concern for me with Scott Brown is that he he'll take on too much in terms of the coaching and, and you know running the dressing room and I don't mean take on too much as in he want to micromanage, but take on too much as mm. in It'll be a lot on his shoulders and it's just actually delegating and getting things right from his point of view as and still been an influence on the part but helping those boys around him so I just hope that he, he uses his time uh, wisely and, and I'm sure it will but he said it'll yeah. be a period of adjustment but a big learning process for him
4: Mike back to Scotland before we go to the news what's your scoreline against Faroe Islands on Wednesday uh, you
3: know Scotland
4: 3-0 for Scotland, Barry's nodding. That would be a really good result, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's what I've got know, in
3: the back of my mind. Is it what Mike says? I think yeah. 3-0. It's not going to be an absolute romping that people may expect, 6 or 7. I think 3-0 will be a good result for us.
4: OK, the Monday edition is off and running. Mike, thanks for calling. We'll speak to you soon. In the next hour, we're going to speak about who is the new Celtic manager? Who is it going to be? We've got some... Well, we don't have the news. Nobody does, but we'll talk about that and talk about Scotland next.
2: The Go Radio Football Show Talking football first Listen live weeknights from 5
4: After Scotland had a 1-1 draw in Tel Aviv So two draws, two games Wednesday night surely Scotland looking for a win Against the Faroe Islands at Hamden, Denmark well, 8-0 against uh, Moldova, Austria. They went a goal down to Faroe Islands, but it ended up 3-1. And Barry, that's a good point you make, that you know there aren't any pushovers. And for them to score in Vienna, it shows that we have to look out for them. But I mean, something like 3-0 is what you're hoping for and thinking we might achieve on Wednesday night.
3: Yeah, listen, one thing you've got to say about the Faroe Islands is they've certainly improved over the, the last few years. As I said, they've got a number of players in their squad now that are playing in good leagues and they're of a decent standard and it's not going to be as easy as, as people may think Paul um, certainly I think they'll come and try and frustrate us as I mentioned earlier on in the show and I think that's what we, we need a real calmness about, us, uh, about us as a team and when you're looking at the team and you're at the players in the team um, we've got guys who are, are playing at high levels and are top players so they'll be able to, to handle their pressures I mean it, 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 we might not get the goal in the first half. We might need to wait to 60-65 minutes. So there's going to be a bit of patience needed. Um, but ideally, the first 10 or 15 minutes, you would love a goal to settle the, the, the guys down. But it could be a a, a tough night. Um, but I still believe we'll, we'll get the, the vital three points. And as I said, um, 3-0 I, w- I would take just now.
4: Mark, can we enjoy it? Do you think on Wednesday we'll all be sitting down to, to watch it? Have we got reasons to, to look forward to it and expect a few goals?
5: Yeah, a, a home game uh, against the Fair Islands is one that you you, know, you you right away you stick down the three points and you automatically think that not can we win the game, it's how many we're going to mm-hmm. win the game by. That's what you automatically think. But it won't be easy. You know, it uh, uh, will take patience, it uh, will take organisation and it will take good finishing in front of goal. I mean, it could be a tight of night where David Marshall doesn't have a safety mate. Mm-hmm. But at, at the other end, we've got to be clinical because you might... It might be one of those nights, Paul, you might only carve out two or three Mm. proper chances and and, and you need to take them.
4: Mikey's been on the social saying, no, of course the manager shouldn't go. Sean was saying he should earlier. He says, I would like to see him play Billy Gilmore or even go with two up front at times. Uh, Well, we spoke about Billy Gilmore and both of you. Mark Guidi, Barry Ferguson saying, yeah, we'd love to see him uh, in the squad. Two up front against Faroe Islands?
3: Yeah, I I think after the, the second half performance, and what the mon- the manager changed at half-time I think you might see his go with that sort of formation Now you, you say a four two three one, um But it's basically four forward players mm-hmm. And the two full-backs high and wide um, So you're talking about six players In the attacking half So I, I think maybe That's the way that the Stevie Clark may play um, Against Farrells on Wednesday
4: Okay, we're going to take more calls 08 08 17, 17, 700. Let's hear from the goal scorer for Scotland, Ryan Fraser, about the match in general. A lot
9: better in the second half. Um, we obviously took a little while to get going in the first half. Um, and, uh, yeah, I thought when we got grips in the second half, I thought we dominated the game and we should have won in the end. Um, obviously, uh, we've been beaten here twice last time we played here. So to come away with a point, there's still a lot of points to play for. Um, and now we just need to go into the Pharaohs' game and, and, and win the game. And um, you never know where you're going to be.
4: Mark, you've been thinking about what was, uh, Barry was saying an hour ago, that he thinks that a draw would be a good result, Denmark against Austria. Yeah. But you've got a different view.
5: Yeah, I, I think now, Paul, we kind of have to accept that, that Denmark are the are the number well they are the number one seeds. But I think they've shown enough already to suggest that just let them go with it and let them take as many points off Austria as possible, and we battle it out with Austria to get second place um, and a playoff. So I, I get what Barry's saying, but I, I disagree. I don't think we can catch Denmark. You know, I, I don't think can has see us taking four points um, out of six against Denmark? So. Let them go, let them beat Austria, and let us just have a straightforward scrap for second place.
4: What could we take from the two matches with Denmark?
5: D- Denmark, if you offered us one, one, one at hand if you mm-hmm. offered us uh, three points, I, I would take that right now against Denmark. And the fans
4: in by then, I said earlier when the games are, and we finish yeah. up away, don't we? At, Which uh, could
5: be good, yep. because if Denmark, if they've already sealed qualification... And that's a that could be a good thing for us, you know, if we take it right down to the. To, and maybe I'm being maybe people will accuse yep. me of being defeatist because it's only game number two and there's eight games to go, still twenty four points to play <laughs> for. But uh, I'm being realistic, Paul. And if you look at the campaigns that we have failed to qualify in, mm-hmm. you see a pattern developing. Yep. And two points out of six, considering the level of opposition, that's not qualification for.
4: We finish up with Denmark at Hamden, Barry. I saw you saw a wry smile there. Do you think he's been too pessimistic?
3: Yeah, listen. Uh, I'm just being positive for the simple yeah. fact as when I look at the squad, and I look at the players that are in the squad, and I believe we've got good enough players um, to go and get uh, sorry to go and win games of football. Certainly in this group now, I get it. It's been disappointing the last couple of games, two points out of six, um, but I still believe we've got to aim to try and win the group. Look, I understand Denmark are the favourites. They've got very good players as well, um, but so have we. Mm. So have we, we've got good players So I remain positive Look, it's still early doors We're only two games in And look, we just need to make sure We get the three points um, On Wednesday night against the Faroes And see how it goes against Denmark and Austria Um, And as I I think a a draw would be ideal It would put us in second place With Austria, only two points behind Denmark And then it's all to play for Mark, you've got a great
4: contacts book What's the news? Have you been on to find out what's happening at Celtic who is going to take over I mean we all see it we hear the bookies uh, well they still reckon it's either going to be Eddie Howe or it's going to be Roy Keane and in fact Roy Keane seemed to be just ahead over the last few days any yeah. any insight into what's happening
5: uh, at the moment Paul all points towards it being basically like a shootout between uh Roy Keane and and, and Eddie Howe Uh I, and the, the intriguing thing for me is Paul what direction the Celtic want to take because they're two totally mm. different types of managers or coaches whatever you want to call it um, so for me you've, you've got Roy Keane who's a I'm really giving Celtic a presence but a few backsides and I think bring the club alive again as an Eddie Howe might be more of a slow burner a quality coach but it could be that you know it, it takes a wee while to get going he's never worked up here Roy Keane Keane has so Roy Keane gets it so I think there's pros and cons in both I think um, certain members of the of the Celtic hierarchy prefer Roy Keane others prefer Eddie Howe so at the moment Paul I would say it's probably 60-40 in favour of, of Eddie Howe um yeah, that's what I would say at the moment. Mm-hmm.
4: You wonder if and Dominic Mackay, the new chief exec, he must also be in there. Peter Law is still there, but he'll be going in a few months. Dermot Desmond, the majority shareholder. There are some key board members as well, because lots of people would think if Dermot Desmond wants, and if it's going to be Roy Keane, then... That's maybe he might be the favourite, but you wonder, if, and I haven't a clue. I'd, you know, you wonder yeah. if uh, are there negotiations about contracts? There are. They are yeah. saying they're trying to work out what the deal would be for for both of them. Well,
5: it could be things. that yeah. you know, So again, you take an example like Ed, Eddie Howe. So yeah. if they see Eddie Howe as being a kind of Brendan Rodgers type guy who sees this as a as a two year maybe mm-hmm. maximum theory and, and he wants to get back down the road and try and get to a an Everton or an Arsenal or you know whatever it may be um, then Celtic would want to protect themselves as they did with Brendan Rodgers and they get that 8 or 9 million quid for Brendan and the backroom team mm. so that's what they'd probably look for again with an Eddie Howe whereas maybe an Eddie Howe might prefer uh, not to be tied as long as that so that if, if there's interest down the road he's not tied into that massive transfer fee for him in the backroom look, it, it depends it's awesome but for me personally if it's between Roy Keane and Eddie Howe I would take Roy Keane Would you? Yes yep. I would Why? Um, just more my style well, I, I prefer that kind of style of manager rather, and, I, and I get Eddie Howes a coach and a, and a brilliant track record but just me personally not looking at this as, as putting myself in Celtic shoes just me personally I would prefer a Roy Keane
3: Barry what do you feel? I prefer managers that are straight to the point and blunt which um, you'd probably say Roy Keane are mm. both the the things Now nowadays some players don't like it that way but that's the kind of manager that that I prefer. Um, look, we all know about Eddie Howe in terms of his, his, the way he coaches and he goes about it. He's quite a, a quiet personality. A student um, about, of the game, would yep, you say? Yeah, he is. Yep. Roy Keane's more <laughs> in your face. Um, and it's a decision that the Celtic board will need to make. And I think they need to make mm. it quickly. Because we're going into the start of April now. Um, the league season starts, I think late July early yep. August mm. um, you've you've got to obviously start the recruitment process in terms of bringing players in there's going to be a number of players leaving there's a number mm. of players into the final 12 month of their contract so I, I think Celtic fans and supporters um, would want mm. a decision made um, the next week or two because I believe it's got to happen that way they've kept it very
4: Quiet, nobody really knows, yeah. but that is the word. The latest word is it's either Eddie Howe or Roy Keane. And today, Thierry Henry, I'm sure he was asked about it and he said, Oh, it's a club that you know I admire, it's a huge job. But you don't, do you see Thierry Henry coming to Celtic?
5: Um, no, I would be very surprised, uh, Paul, and I don't think he'd, he would be right for Celtic at this moment in time. Why? Um, I know he I don't think to... his track record's yeah. good up <laughs> I said no. I'm maybe contradicting myself because people say, "Well, it's Roy Keane's track record, good mm-hmm. oh, up And he's no man, he's for ten years, but there's just something about Roy Roy Keane, and he has been alongside Martin O'Neill yeah. for five or six years yeah. uh, in various jobs, so he would have learned um, um, from Mart- uh, Martin. But um, yeah, uh, I think it will be Roy Keane or or, uh, or Eddie, Eddie Howe, Enzo Maresca was certainly thoughts, but as I said in the show last. Last week, I think there's big plans for him within the city group, and they may want him to, mm-hmm. to take over as manager of Girona. But it's it's interesting as well, Paul, because you could say that Keane and Howe are kind of opposites mm-hmm. in terms yep. of what they you know. How that real coach, whereas Keane is more of a manager. And if you're going to bring in Roy Keane, I think key to it, key to it would be who he brings in as his number two.
4: And who would he bring in? They talked about Nicky Butt,
5: um, yeah. Damien Duff is Nicky, very
4: highly rated. Yeah,
5: Nicky Butt, Damien Duff. Um, uh, would well, you know yeah. the
4: Scottish game well enough, sorry to? Well,
5: Damon yeah. Duff's been at Celtic sure. for, for a year, I mean, eighteen months. But yeah, for, for but yeah, I mean, he's he's a great name. Uh, I don't know how much coaching he was involved in at, at Man. Udenham. I don't know if his role was a wee bit more um, technical and, and uh, part of the administration rather than being out uh, on the grass with the younger players. I'm not quite sure about that. But you would just need to trust. Roy Keane, he's going to pick the best person that he feels is going to help him be a success I, I
3: think Nicky Butt was more involved in the development side of, of mm. things down at Man United 17, 18, 19 year olds um, but listen, he's uh, again, he's played at a higher level, he's obviously um, he's been in at Man United now for I think 2 oh. or 3 years, so he's had a good apprenticeship in terms of been on, on the training ground, um, but it's who Roy Keane would want to bring I mean, wh- how, mu- how many staff um, you know what it's like in terms of elite football now? You're not talking just about an assistant and um, uh, an assistant manager and a first team coach. They, these guys want to bring seven, eight, nine, ten people. And Barry um, should be allowed to. Yep. Look exactly. at Stephen Gerrard
5: brought in four or five of his staff, whatever it is. He's added this exactly. year,
3: he's added one yep. or two players, and that's like dieticians, sports scientists, doctors, physios. Analysts, all these, yep. all these sort of things that managers want now. It's not, it's not, it's not just a case of bringing a manager and and uh, two assistants. It's about a manager bringing his. On uh, Yep, and that's normally seven, eight, nine, ten people. It would be box office, though, wouldn't it? Either It'd of be them bo- coming, box, Eddie box office outside
4: of the pitch. Yeah, especially Roy Keane. Exactly. Oh, yeah, <laughs> who, who needs the? I'm not saying to be the boxing that's but two in two the blue them. corner, in the green corner.
3: Well, yeah. i had mentioned the other night. You've you've got Stephen Gerrard and yeah. Gary Mack, two fantastic midfielders, yep. and then the the. The call is Roy Keane and Nicky Butt. Uh, yeah. but, sorry, so you
4: played against them a few times, didn't you? But well, both of them, you played against yeah, I played against yeah. both of them,
3: yeah. yep. Um, so it would be, um, it would be interesting at the side of the pitch, that that'd be sure. Let's listen, it's box office, and it? it'd be great for the Scottish game as well. Let's Terrific. be honest, but we, we, we want to try and promote our game up here. And I, I don't think we promote our game enough yep. up we, here. I you think do, yeah, yeah, you, but I, I do. I, I think we've got some good teams, some good players up here, um, and. Something like a Roy Keane coming into Celtic to with Nicky Butt, would the turn it up a notch or two? Would you fancy a bit of that as well? I'm not saying you're going to hear it, Kelty Hearts, but could you
4: imagine being involved? I'd be
3: fancy uh, watching that. Right? Yeah, I would yeah, definitely I'd be. I watching could just it. see
4: you in the touchline up against, uh, you know, Nicky Butt and Roy Keane, along with Stephen Gerrard, Michael Bale Gary McAllister. What it would be is, can you imagine, though, Mark for you know Sky and everyone in the game, the game in general, the attention on Scottish football, and it might help us to get a sponsor
5: yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a great point Paul, any chance a, of a
4: sponsor that is a, that is a yeah. great
5: point actually yeah. you know, we've, we've not we got a sponsor the whole Scottish thing. Cup's not got a sponsor uh, I think Betfred Can might be away from the, from the League Cup so yeah you're yeah. right that, that could generate millions and millions of pounds um, to the Scottish game which is, which is badly needed so look um, Roy Keane is 100% uh, box office And the attention It would bring onto the Scottish game mm-hmm. As you say Roy Keane Against Stephen Gerrard Stephen Gerrard The man now to beat You know mm-hmm. So Roy Keane's yep. got to come in And what a hell of a job I mean You're talking about A club from top to bottom uh, Being reshaped and, and, and revamped So a really difficult job um, But not one that's impossible You know I don't think As I said in the show Last, last week Rangers are ahead They're a well-oiled machine but um, I don't think it's an absolute gimme that would win the title. But if you talk about it now, I'd say yeah, Rangers will win the title next season. But um, Celtic will know, and Dermot Des will know. It's a thirty million pound title next season. It's the richest title in Scottish football history, um, and you know it's it, it's there to be it's there to be won. March the twenty
4: and you're calling it for next year. You're not actually, are you? But you're saying if, if you had to put, put I would
5: go for yeah. Rangers to of win course, the league. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just
3: in terms of the the spotlight and the the media attention. Yeah. Look what Brendan Rodgers brought to the game. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Rangers bringing Stephen Gerrard. That's went up another notch, mm-hmm. and then to bring somebody like that, and it's great mm-hmm. for our game. That that's what we want. We want. Top managers, top coaches, um, idols in the game coming up to our game to try and promote it. As I say, I think we've got a good thing going up here. Right, We've been through Mark's contacts book there to find out, look, what about yours? What's happening? I've heard you all season. You
4: said, not. they don't have to sell him when everyone thought he was going. Um, you paid full tribute to Douglas Park and the board. They kept everybody. They added, yeah, it's incoming, Roof was great signing. What's going to happen this summer? Because are they going to sign another big signing
3: Yeah, I think he'll look to add two or three players there's no doubt I think the best time um, to add to the squad is when you're on top Mm -hmm. Uh, and Rangers are on top just now Uh, as Mark just mentioned they're they're a well oiled machine Uh, and I think he's looking to improve that now you want to try and keep your best players i.e. Kent Morelos guys like that Barisic Um, I could go on and on and I do believe that the um, the chairman, Douglas Park, will try and back the manager. Now money talks, listen, if a crazy offer comes in for one of these players that they can't knock back, they need to seriously look at it. But look, they've got the Champions League qualifiers to look forward to. And when you get into that Champions League league group, if you do, that's the elite of football. That's where you want to play as a footballer. And these players have got a real opportunity to go and do that. And I think the players will be looking and thinking they're still at an age where they, if they want to go to bigger leagues or um, bigger clubs and bigger leagues or whatever, there's still time to do that. And I believe that you'll try and keep the squad together. And where would they add before we go to the break? Another b- big striker? Do
4: you think when I say big, another big name or?
3: Well, it's one of the ones you you, you want to try and strengthen. That they're, they're strong all over the the mm. pitch. Um, so you'd want to try and add in one in defence, one midfield, and and one in the in the forward area. Um, there's no doubt if the right player becomes available, I'm sure the Rangers board will back him. And he has been backed. Let's mm. be honest, he's been yeah. given the the finances to go and, and get the players and and bring the money. Spent a couple of pound, and the vast majority signings have certainly worked. Mark, I'm going to ask you more about that after this.
1: The Go Radio Football Show.
2: Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five.
4: Great to hear and get all your messages. We're just looking at social media and some of your messages too. 0808 17 700. And we're on the socials at Go Football Show. Yeah, Barry, you were listening yesterday. Kyron from Rocks was great with Hunter and Hockey. And this, although he didn't bring in a bag of diamonds for them because we had Eusebius last week. What about this Sunday? Sir Boyd Tunnock.
3: What's so, your favourite? It's uh, <laughs> right up there. Uh, the caramel wafer. Oh, so hopefully... Tea cake? No. no oh, the tea no, cake. No, no? No? no, I'm not. I'm, uh, listen, the, the caramel log or caramel wafer. Caramel wafer just tops the caramel log but they too if he's willing to bring a bag or five in um, and leave it for me I'll be willing to take them
4: others are available too Mark you partial to a wee oh bit of- well,
5: what do you <laughs> think
7: <laughs> you don't get shaped like
5: you and me yeah. oh definitely definitely a tea cake and yeah. if uh, if um, why turn does they want to yep. bring them Into the studio I'll happy, happily at around the Uddingston And uh, pick a
3: few Up reception <laughs> <laughs> Well can I just say My son's yeah. just bought A new house Just behind it So right. um, I'm up there The next couple of days Dropping a few things off So, <laughs> so <you're> I can <laughs> <laughs> I can drop in No problem uh, Brilliant I, I <laughs> the like the that <laughs>
4: Back to the football Let's uh, go back In the lines 0808 08, 17 17 700 Great fun Barry Ferguson, Mark Guidi, Paul Cooney with you. Monday to Friday, it's not always us. Tomorrow night, Stephen Cragan will be here in the studio with Rob McLean. And uh, no, in fact, tomorrow night it's Craig Moore. And Marvin Bartley, because Stephen is on duty with Northern Ireland, where now McGuinn had a goal last night at sea. Uh, so tomorrow night is Rob, Craig Moore and Marvin Bartley. Wednesday, Barry, you, me and Shelley Kerr, the former Scotland manager. Looking forward to that. Yeah, I was yep.
3: on with Shelley a few weeks back. Um, she knows our stuff. Mm. Um, so it be good to see Shelley again on Wednesday. We're on with Sean in Edinburgh now. Sean, good evening. Good evening. How are you doing? Good, thanks. Are you, are you on the bus on the way home from work?
4: <laughs> yeah, I am, Yeah. How's it going? Where are you? Castorfin? Um, no, I'm just um, at Cameron Toll. Oh, Cameron Toll. Yeah, well, you're in Edinburgh, but you're on the radio in Glasgow, which is always great. The two great cities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so, what are you thinking about Scotland last night?
10: Uh, I don't know. i was sort of mixed. I, I, you know, I, I'm sort of reading a lot of things about you know, Tierney. I, I think Tierney's wasted it. Um, sort of I think he should be you know, left-back or left-wing-back, you know, I think. Robertson I think he's I just don't think he's I, I'd rather play Tierney than Robertson I just I think Robertson's been proud the past couple of weeks to be honest um, that's what my view I, I just think he's I just my view is just, I would have um, I think he's wasted at centre half Tierney I think I think he's better at left back
4: Barry what do you feel is he wasted there?
3: Look it is Kieran Tierney's best position there's no doubt about it but the problem we have is we have two top players um, in that position Um and the, th- the good thing about Kieran Tierney, he can play the left of a back three and he can play left centre and a half. Um, that's the, the the thing with Kieran Tierney. Now, I, I'm just a big believer in um, you've got to get your best players in the team, um, build the team round about them. And that's the only way that Stevie Clark can do it with Kieran Tierney playing. Um, either in a back three or left side of a uh, uh, back four uh, with Andy Robertson um, at left back. Um, understand it might be frustrating For Kieran Tierney But one thing I'll say about Kieran Tierney you watching, uh, watching sorry the Austria game last week He still drove forward Four, five, six times with good the ball Great turn of pace as well eh? Great turn of pace um, Very direct yep. um, I just, I, I'll be honest with you I just love everything about Kieran Tierney I, I think he's been up a couple of levels Since he's made the move yeah. I'll be honest with you, Always mm. thought he was a very good player at Celtic There was no doubt that He was going to move to the Premier League but He's went down to Arsenal And went up a couple of levels And as I mentioned before um, Arsenal will need to think about Getting him tied down in a new contract um, Or The top clubs In England uh, No Arsenal are a, a top club There's no doubt But I'm talking Man City Man United Or mm-hmm. even talking about The top clubs in Europe If he yeah. continues to play like that They'll be watching him Believe me when I say it But for both of them Kieran Tierney and Andy Robertson I think you've got to find a way Of getting both of them in the team And that's the only way mm-hmm. That Steve Clark can do that.
4: Could you do an Ashley Cole going from Arsenal to Chelsea? But what about uh, Robertson and Tierney? What can you afford to leave either of them out, Mark?
5: No, you need to play. Look, if 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 it was purely down to form right now, um Kieran Tierney would be would be Scotland's left back. Mm. That's the bottom line. But Andy Robertson's right. And, Andy Robertson is a captain, and as Barry will know, when you're a manager you don't want to bring uh, unnecessary attention onto a situation and if Steve Clarke had to leave out Andy Robertson or, or, or switch it about then all of a sudden that becomes a focus and for so long it was Alec McLeish had it and Gordon Strachan how do you get the two of to them into the one team and we try team it right back for a few games as well Steve Clarke's managed to find a solution where both go into the team and it's not really a talking point. anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy yep. Robertson's lost a bit of form at club level. That said, it doesn't hide. You know, he still plays a captain's role. You look down the road, Trent Alexander, the Liverpool right back, has been left out the England squad. Mm-hmm. But Andy Robertson's a captain. I would have him in the team, but I totally get at this moment in time. I think uh, uh, Kieran Tierney is the in-form left-sided player. Mm-hmm. But I think it works for us to play them where they are just out and in Barry's other point I think he's 100% correct and if Arsenal can't get him tied down in a new contract and they look to cash in for me he's he's at least a £60 million Mm. uh, player now
3: Yep and the rest of it but in terms of Kieran Tierney I don't know him personally but I think he'll be probably disappointed he'll want to play left back but I think he'll understand I think he's that type of character where Stevie Clark will take him at the side and say listen I know it's no ideal, can you do a job for me there and and do a job, he's been Scotland's best player the last two games Mm. I don't think it'll uh, he suffers in any way, he's still still a massive player for Scotland and as I said the Austria game, he drove with the ball took the. he's a ball carrier Kieran Tierney go and take it 40, 50, 60 yards up the pitch and he's allowed to do that from the, the centre half area and again last night against Israel he'd done the same thing and like he just he took the game in his stride last night again. I thought he was Scotland's best player. Sean, what do you reckon for Wednesday then? What the,
4: are you looking to see changes in the team? What What would you do?
10: Yeah, I think like I, I would just I think what the team had last night. But I just as I'm saying, I, I, would, I would be giving the nod for um, to be left because so it's a big call. but I would definitely mm-hmm. for me. I would drop Adolfs. I think he, since he's taken the I think I think he's been really really, really poor. I think Tony's been a revelation at or, or Arsenal I think he deserves to be given the left back position. the, the show, you know, Like currently, that's how I feel about it. But I think the team is doing well. I just feel my my opinion is Sir uh, since Robertson's been given on by I think he's just uh, he's just you know, been the player that he has been. I think you know, Tierney has a revelation at Arsenal. I
4: think he deserves an you know what I mean? yeah. Hard to leave out uh, one of the well, Andy Robertson in your case. What about up front? What do you think of Che Adams? Yeah, I, I think he's good.
10: I, I think he's still you no, know, I still like to see Griffiths getting a nod, but you know, as, as you know, he's not been the best at Celtic. But I think Griffiths as well. I think you know, giving him a chance, I'd like to see Griffiths back. But I don't know what the guys would think about Griffiths as well. But you know, I think Adams is a good player. I think he looks quite mm-hmm. good. But I would definitely like to see Griffiths come back. You know, I think he's a brilliant player for the club. I, I
5: think, think everyone th- thinks that. but I would th- all love to see yeah. Lee Griffiths, but at the moment you, you can't depend on him. There's no level of consistency. You know, you you don't know what kind of condition he, he's going to be. Um, and he said himself, he's let himself down. He's let Celtic down um, over the past uh, eight, nine, ten mm. um, months. And it's such a shame because there's a fantastically talented footballer in there that could do a job A for Celtic and B uh, for Scotland. But for whatever reason, it's not working. And they can't all be wrong because wasn't he getting the game under Neil Lennon? Now they're not getting a game under John Kennedy. And Steve Clark hasn't included them in a Scotland squad where we are desperate. For but centre forwards It's it's entirely his own fault
4: In the old firm match He got one minute He came on with a minute to go And then injury time It's unbelievable isn't it it's
3: just Yeah I'm just disappointed That he, he's not in the squad But I understand why He's not in the squad He's not playing enough football um, But for me Scotland's best striker Without a doubt 100% Scotland's best finisher Scotland's best striker But for Lee Griffiths He needs to p- playing games of football he needs to be getting minutes on the pitch and as you just mentioned there um the last game he he on for... day, I, well, I think Lee Griffiths yeah. his cell, he'll need to make a decision in the summer I think Lee's at an age now where he, he needs to go and play nice 30. We could, if he's not yeah, if he's not going to get that at Celtic I think he needs to look longer term um, and maybe make a A decision. I don't know in terms of his contract, is he going into the final twelve month or does he still got a couple of years? I think he's over the summer of next year, so he's Mm -hmm. got fifteen months to go. Yep, so he's got a decision to make. Does he want to sit about? Um but if I'm Lee Griffiths, I would want to go out and play. And I'm sure Lee Griffiths has got to a stage now where he he just wants to get out and do what he does best. His name's been mentioned for Aberdeen Will he go up there with uh you never know? I don't know. I just want to see uh, him. uh, Yeah. I just want to see him back on a pitch playing football so he's eligible to be picked for Scotland because as I said he's without doubt in my mind Scotland's best um, centre forward
4: and with the team we're putting together Mark it's so frustrating look at the players we've got in midfield Uh, we've got a good defence and we could just do with Lee Griffiths a prolific striker up front a poacher
5: yeah and and another thing as well it's about off the pack how you behave and how you can be trusted in a group particularly when you're going away uh, to Israel particularly if you're going to be in a squad that's that's going to be on the road for at least three weeks in a build-up to two, you've got to make sure that you've, you've got the right type of character um, in your squad too. That's going to maintain a harmony, not cause a problem. And unfortunately for Lee Griffiths, he's got that reputation as well, rightly or wrongly. He's got that reputation, and that's something that they, that may well can kind I of go against him too. But the the thing is. Well, as we Celtic, they've got, they've got five league games to go. There's a Scottish Cup campaign that kicks off this weekend. There's still time for him. It's mm-hmm. in his hands, Paul. It's in his hands to take it by the scruff of the neck for, for club and country and go and impose himself on the situation.
4: Good point. And what about Ryan Fraser? Let's hear from him first, Sean.
9: I just think we maybe got our press wrong at times. Um, it's just sometimes it doesn't go the way that you plan it to go. But I think we showed character. And the gaffer said at half-time, um, we need to stand up and uh, do a lot better. Um, I thought we'd done that man-to-man um, tonight. We could have just sat in the shell at 1-0. Um, it could have got a lot worse, but I thought the gaffer got us coming out fighting. And um, I thought we dominated dominate the game in the second half. Some of our pass- uh, passages of play was, was brilliant. And I think we had 12 shots. And, yeah, I think... On another day, our final ball could have been a little bit better, but um, the way we played, the way we pressed, the way we passed in the second half was a lot, lot better.
4: Sean, he's having a tough time at Newcastle, but uh, did you like the look of him last night?
9: Yeah, I, I, I'm always sort of a good player. I think, you know, he's
10: especially it's not worked out for me. I think sometimes that can happen, you know, they've moved, moved clubs and it doesn't work out, but I think, I think he's a good player. I think he showed last night, he is a good player, and, as we saying, all, and I, think, I think he showed character last night. I, I, I just think sometimes... In the clubs that can, can sometimes not go the, the way they want it to, be. but I think if you can show that for Scotland, you know, I think if it just shows that even they like, can sort of show that there are still quality players.
4: And yeah, that could be a good move for him if he if he can hang on there and if they can stay up. Mark, that's a huge club. We all we keep yeah. saying it, Newcastle. You know, the biggest club. In the northeast, But they should be the, One of the biggest clubs In England
2: ah, it,
5: It's a shame They can't seem to get it right Mike Ashley seems to be You know Carrying a yep. A lot of uh, The blame for it Certainly in the eyes Of Newcastle supporters Steve Bruce has got A hell of a hard time And again just on a On a human level I think mm. it's horrible to see You know the level of Of verbal abuse um, uh, That he gets But you know the, the, the Newcastle job If somebody can get it right And I've been saying that For God knows how many years now But when you think back To the great teams And from uh, Kevin Keegan to Sir Kenny Dalglish to Graham Souness, you know all, all the managers they've had. Sir Bobby Robson, brilliant managers, and, and I'd love to see Newcastle um, doing well. I really would. Sean, what's your scoreline on Wednesday against the
4: Pharaohs? Yeah, I'll, I'll go for
10: one nil to Scotland. I think I'll keep it, I'll it safe, but I think, I think I think we should win that. I think hopefully we should. I think. What I think they'll come out. I think they'll show character. I hope, I hope they win.
4: But I think, yep. I think Steve Clark will drop it into the players. that you know, they need to go out and make yeah. a
3: statement. You know what I, mean? I think so, Barry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what I was just thinking. There, one thing you can't label against this this group of players is uh, you just mentioned the word character. There's a good mindset about this squad. Mm. That's three times they've, they've went behind. I think Mark mentioned it earlier on in the in the program. Um, that's one thing about them. They don't let their heads go down if they suffer a knock. They're prepared to to roll their sleeves up, dust themselves down, and and try and get back into the game, and that that's the makings of me uh, for me. Sorry, a right good team. Yeah,
5: and a good and, point. and they're patient and they stay tactically yep. disciplined. It's mm-hmm. no like gung ho. Yeah. That they, they still keep a structure and believe in what they're doing, and mm-hmm. eventually, um, it comes. But it'd be a great lift for us all. Um, you know, Sean saying there one 0 Barry saying three. I'll, I'll go in the middle and say and say two 0 <laughs> on Wednesday You're night. are going two 0
4: Sean, listen. Thanks very much for calling. You're nearly home now in the bus. Yeah,
8: nearly
4: home. Thanks, guys. Great. Glad we could pass the time for you. <laughs> yeah. uh, cheers, Sean. I was going to ask yeah, you about yeah. the degree Bobby. Indeed. And are they still protesting yeah. at Time Castle? Oh, what's going on there? You know, 13 ass, points uh, clear at the top yeah. of the championship. I mean, a terrible has, result. Uh, guys, what
10: did you think about Scott Brown taking the position? I remember the last. We were talking about it last time that like, remember we did this.
4: What was what was Mark's thoughts, and that's what he said with Scott at Celtic? Yeah, well, listen to the podcast, and he'll tell you. Uh, but, Mark, you are surprised about Scott Brown going to Aberdeen.
5: Yeah, yep. yeah, I'm surprised. I think it's a huge loss um, for Celtic, but I think Scott Brown thought long and hard and just decided that he maybe just didn't want to start from scratch again. He you knows Stephen Glass, an exciting new um, challenge, and I hope it works out for, um, for Aberdeen. But Derek McInnes. And uh, and Tony Docherty and the back room guys here—they were brilliant uh, for Aberdeen. Set a high mm. standard, and uh, Stephen Glass on hit the ground running. Mm. Hard act to follow,
3: Derek McInnes, Tony Docherty. Yeah, I thought some of the the criticism um, over the last few years that, that Derek got was uh, was unjust. I thought mm. I thought he'd done a great job. If you look at Derek's track record up there, every single season he loses his best players, yep. and he's got to rebuild. He's got to go and—he's not—he he can't go and buy players. He's got to go and pick up guys. You're maybe out of favour, free transfers. Um, so I think overall the job that, that Derek done up there was was excellent. And um, I, I know my young nephew Lewis speaks highly, you know, just Derek, but you just mentioned him, Tony Docker, a good, very, very good coach. So I'm sure they'll know about the game much uh, for long. I'm sure they'll get a job uh, very soon. Monday night as you head home. Thanks, Sean. We're back with Barry and Mark next.
2: The Go Radio Football Show, talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five.
4: Thanks to Chris for the travel. This is Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, Mark Weedy, and more of your calls. Really busy on the lines tonight. Uh, People looking forward to Scotland against the Fair Islands on Wednesday. After the uh, 1 1 draw in Israel last night, playing Israel again. It'll be a relief not to be playing them, Barry, uh, this week. I mean, it's just unbelievable,
8: isn't it?
3: Yeah the amount of yeah. times um, yeah. we've played Israel um, over the last couple of years has, has been crazy um, but again listen I'll go back to them I, I think they're quite a handy team yeah. Israel certainly f- from middle to front they've got real dangerous players um, and last night look, the last couple of occasions we've been there we've been beaten um, and I thought last night listen they were the better team in the first half there was no doubt about it but once Stevie Clark made that change um, and went with four at the back went uh, 20 yards further up the pitch we were more on the front foot and I thought in the end if the final ball in the last third uh, would have been a bit better I think we could have um, we could have won the game so overall look it's not the worst result but it could have been better Time for another call let's go to Matt in Belfast Matt good evening
8: How's it going guys?
4: Good, how are you?
8: Ah, great, yeah. Good.
4: Great. I think you're a wee bit worried, though, about something today that you heard. We've been talking about uh, uh, someone who was speaking about the Celtic manager's job, Thierry Henry.
8: Ah, yeah, it struck a fair death into me, to be honest. Why? I just, Why? When it was, it, I, just I, I don't know if I'm being sort of a wee bit unfair, but he just, when, when I to listening, talk, about, obviously, unbelievable player, probably the best striker in the world in his team, but when you listen to him and talk. He's just so. It's like you know monotone. you know? He doesn't fill me with any sort of confidence about or any excitement about football. And just his track record alongside it, I just think it would be it would be an absolute disaster. Massive name, but a, a like a disaster beyond anything
4: listen nobody knows what's happening but our information is that he won't be the next manager he has not been considered for it we don't think we think that is the
3: position Barry Thierry Henry it's one of these
4: ones you know you hear Matt saying one of the well the
3: best striker in his day he was was unbelievable I was lucky enough to play against him a a number of times and, and Matt's right one of the one of the Best, if not the best striker um, at the time. But in terms of management, he, he struggled at Monaco. Mm. I think he's in Montreal. He now. was, yeah. Um, and he didn't have the best of times over there. But I, look, I, I don't think there was anything in it. I think, as we spoke earlier on in the program, I think it's going to come down to two, and that's Eddie Howe and, and Roy Keane. I always start saying to Barry it's hard for a
4: great player to be a great manager then I remember he's the manager of Kelty Hearts That's and I go into I'm reverse at a low no. level <laughs> no I asked him about that earlier in the season and uh, when Mikel Arteta we were talking about him and I, and I looked at Barry and I didn't know what he was going to say I said but isn't it strange how it works out Mikel Arteta is the manager at Arsenal and you're at Kelty Hearts but I admire the fact that he wants to go in at a low level and do it there and then See how he wants his career to progress.
5: Yeah, I mean, I, 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 think, I think we mentioned this in one of my first nights on the, on the, the show. I think if Barry wants to go and climb the ladder, mm-hmm. he, he can climb the ladder. You know, and, and and he won't be short. And he's still what, are you, forty two? Forty
3: 42? So
5: yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's like a, he's like Justin Bieber sitting there as well. He's forty. <laughs> he's forty three. Um, so look, there's yep. there, there's loads. A time. The thing is now He's got the hard miles Under his belt He's, he's not A rookie manager he, He's won things He's assembled a, a squad At Celtic at Hearts He's put in the hard miles At Clyde He's worked with the greatest of respect to players At that level He's shown that he's got Patience to work With that kind of quality uh, And try and improve them um, So look, if, if Barry wants to become A um, uh, a manager yep. in, in Scotland then for me it's there for me. to go and do it I don't have any doubt about that
4: but not of Celtic uh,
5: not, <laughs> so not, what, not, not, not maybe, maybe the next one in after uh, after, I, after. I want that. to have a nice life you know that yeah, yeah. because you imagine <laughs> it
4: so what about Thierry Henry Mark Guidi what would you say when would you say to
5: Matt uh, I, I, well I would, I would share uh, Matt's fears uh, with, with Thierry Henry. outstanding footballer you know, even look at him in a, in, a, in a Sky Sports studio. He didn't really do much for me either. Um, Matt, I don't know if you agree, as a pundit, um didn't think he brought a lot to the table. Whereas you look at a Graham Souness, um a Roy Keane, a Mika Richards, um, you know, Jamie Carragher, they bring things to the table. So me as a viewer, I want to be yeah. I want to be educated um, on the game. I want them to break down goals and <laughs> break things down and, and show me how goals happen. You know, it's like, you know so things like that so yeah. anyway to answer your question I don't think he's in the running um, at all so I don't think I've got anything to be concerned he, about He
3: makes a great point there Mark. when it's a Roy Keane or a Graham soon as you sit up and take notice yeah, when, when they're speaking mm-hmm. like Henri fantastic player it's kind of you're, you're just listening but when it's one of the guys you're tuned right in Aye. Aye. and I, I think that's the type of manager that Celtic. I'll need somebody like that who's um blunt and straight to the point
4: Matt so we think it's either going to be Eddie Howe or Roy Keane I'm only laughing because no doubt tomorrow morning the headline will be Thierry Henry's <laughs> on his way
5: to <laughs> Kerrydale Street yeah. <laughs> we ban his
4: number two <laughs> 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 Matt who is it for you which one would you go for
8: for me it, I think it has to be Roy Keane um, I think Eddie Howe I think social media is filled with a lot of yeah. you know Sort of coaches that you yes. know that, that, that talk about Eddie Howe's tactical style and oil will yes. do this and do that, but in Gla- in Scotland especially yes. the games are a hundred million miles an hour, you know. Yes. And I I think it's what Sally needs. They just need Roy Keane just to come in, you know, put a put a rocket in, in and the dressing room and sort of get them going again. And I think I I think also Roy Keane is a better well obviously I don't know but I think he's a better sort of manager. And from what I'm listening the the likes of Paul McGowan he's a better coach than he's given credit for mm-hmm. you know people just think he's a baller and a shitter but a lot of acts, sort of pros are saying you know he's, he's a lot more measured than people give him credit for so I just think that he would be the best choice OK
4: thanks for that call Matt we'll find out hopefully uh, soon John Kennedy is in charge till the end of the season uh, let's get take one more call Stevens on the line from Glasgow Stephen good evening Hi how are you doing? Good thanks how are you? Very well, thanks. So you're thinking... Barry, Mark. yeah Hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. You're good? the good. well. Yeah. So what are you thinking about Scotland and uh, some points about the manager?
11: Yeah, I've just got a point to make about Stevie Clark and about the backlash off the back of the draw last night. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've always felt with Stevie Clark there is an element of Celtic and Rangers fans that after the uh, comments he's made about sectarianism in the West of Scotland, they just don't like the guy and that's the end of it. But I think there is another element of
4: Do you think? Do you honestly think so? Yeah.
11: Do you? I, I think that's. I'd say so. That's the first impression I get. I
4: haven't picked up on that tonight, but yep.
11: Okay. Oh no, no problem at all. Uh, But there's also an element of just delusional Scottish uh, fans that they're sort of coming out the woodwork now and they're saying like, "Oh, is this really the style of football we want to play? Or is this the man to take us forward?" But I don't know what is it they're actually looking for, and who is they think would be a better candidate? You know, Mm. this is a brilliant Scotland squad, but. But like, by no means is that a brilliant. But how many of these players would get to say the England squad? You'd maybe say Tierney and Robertson. Yeah. I think if we can take five points of a potential nine in the first three games, that is actually a, a, a good result for us. And if we, if Denmark do go ahead and beat Austria, I think that would mean, and we beat the Faroe Islands, of course, that yeah. would mean we're then second in the group. So to me, it's it's a reactionary after two games to say we need to get this guy out when he has caused to a tournament already.
4: Great
3: point. I don't know what your thoughts are on I, that. I think Stephen makes a great point. I think it's been way over the top. Look look what the guy's done since he's come into the job. Look it's been a slow burner in terms of um, when he first from his first game, um, it wasn't great. I'll be honest with you. I was a bit worried when we were going two, three games. But listen, gradually improved, and um, he done what no manager could do the last twenty three years, and that's get us to a, a major championship. And he deserves all the credit, and so does this group of players. Um, so I, I think some of the criticism he's had after the result last night was um, was just. Bang out of order for me mm-hmm. um, Look we're disappointed This is how far we've came We're actually disappointed We're, we're coming away from Israel We just a point um, So that just shows me How far he's brought This squad of players And look I do think we'll surprise If we don't win the group For me we'll definitely Finish second Love it You reckon we're going to be yeah, second I yeah. think we're good enough to do it Mark And yeah, what Steven's caught Yeah
5: Yeah, I agree uh, As I said at the top of the show For me let, let Denmark win all the games And let us battle it out With Austria um, for for uh, for second place in a shot um, at the playoff, I think you know we get to 20 points. I think we can achieve that. Um, but yeah, you know, just everybody calm down, get behind Steve Clark. You know, remember what he had to do to 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 get us there. As mm-hmm. uh, I said, some of the couple of games was absolutely painful mm-hmm. to watch. But we got what we needed to do. We won in the penalty kicks against Serbia. We won up until the last minute. Great performance over there. Some good stuff in the past couple of games. Just not had enough. Um, uh, victories But we can get back On the right road in Wednesday And then everybody Everybody get behind Steve Clarke mm. uh, And the players For the Euros And let's stop Calling for the guy's head It's totally unfair mm.
3: But we're too negative At times That That's a problem We have as a country When a couple of things Don't go our way mm. We're too quick To jump on people's backs We just need to remember What this guy's done And this, what this squad Of players have done Over the last couple of years And that's qualify us for a major tournament look we all understand it's not been the best start me personally I would have wanted six points right do you know what we've got two points dust ourselves down move on make sure we get three points on Wednesday night and then we move on
4: and Stephen, we wouldn't have had uh, Yes Sir I Can Boogie without Steve Clarke. <laughs> see no, see. It's, it. it's, exactly. it's been re-released. I heard it on this morning. It's been re-released well, just, for the summer. Well, I, just,
11: I just wish that after that game, you know, everyone was absolutely buzzing. It was a feeling I've not really had with a Scotland supporter my entire life, but that yeah. just seems to be out the window already. And I feel like you've got fans piling on, um, yeah. Robertson specifically, and then you've got other folks having a go at Steve Redondo. And I'm just wondering, these people even watching the games, I feel like
3: O'Donnell's been one of these standout players, but um, I, it's just. Yep. I just see, 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 for me, I would be on top of the players if it didn't show me a good attitude. Yep. But for me, this this group of players if they don't play well. They give 100%. That's one thing about them. You're absolutely right. And there's a few candidates that they, they jump in the back of. I heard you saying Robertson there
4: and O'Donnell as well yeah, who gives everything. Mark, great to see you again tonight. Thanks, Paul. Will you come back on Friday? I'll be here on Friday. OK. And Barry will be here Wednesday night with Shelley Kerr building up to the of game. And tomorrow night, Rob McLean is here with your old pal Craig Moore. We'll be here tomorrow. And Marvin Bartley, the captain of Livingston. Thanks, everyone. News is coming next
0: UK.